Welcome to the Anxiety Slayer series. Our mission is to assist you with creating more peace and tranquility in your life through anxiety release exercises and supportive tools created to slay your anxiety. Welcome to Anxiety Slayer. I'm Shan Vanderleek here with my Slayer sister, Ananga Sivir, celebrating six years of Anxiety Slayer sessions and podcasts. Wow. It's been a really fun ride and we are so grateful to share our tools and resources with you to slay your anxiety. As you know by now, we like to mix up a potent blend of coaching and storytelling and Ayurveda and yoga and EFT tapping and so much more. And today we're going to be covering how to get clear when stress messes with your emotions. Welcome Ananga. So where do we begin? How do we find clarity when we first notice our responses that might be a little bit overblown to the bumps in our lives? Yeah, I think that's the key is noticing, noticing that we might be running a little hot, we might be responding quite intensely to things that normally wouldn't get to us so much. Very often we don't notice, we're just running with it and it's others that notice, it's our loved ones and our friends that notice. So Yeah, I think it's important to just have uh, time here and there to review how am I doing, how am I responding, and things to look out for would be if we're feeling generally burdened or overwhelmed, we're finding things just too much, we're reacting disproportionately to minor upsets, in other words, are we blowing up or getting really upset over things, It's, it's when you find yourself saying, you know, that normally wouldn't bother me this much, that's the kind of time when we need to step back and have a look at how we can support ourselves better. Sometimes we might find ourselves being particularly impatient with or critical of others or impatient with or critical of ourselves. Again, when we find ourselves doing these things, time to step back and, and check in. Or are we feeling super sensitive and holding on to upsets rather than being able to drop things and move on? I know for myself, if I've been ill or overtired or I'm stressed, things stick with me more. I seem to be, when I'm low energy, I seem to not be able to move through things as as well as I would otherwise. So that's when I realize, oh, okay, I need to look after myself a bit better here. Things are sticking to me more than usual. Also things to look out for if you really want to do some personal development work are feelings and thoughts like, that's just the way I am and it can't be changed. That's just how I am. We can always change. And if there are things that we're uncomfortable with, with our responses, we can always change. So just look out for those stuck statements. If any of those situations resonate, then it might be time to really look at some self-care steps. You just made me think of my grandma and my mother-in-law, and, and they're, you know, this is just the way I am. Yeah. <laughs> and I really never thought about it much before that they really didn't want to change. They wanted to be exactly the way that they were and had no interest in making things better, but they certainly wanted to complain about whatever it was they were complaining about. And I love them both dearly. And I'm speaking of like, you know, an instance here or there, not that the whole way that they are, sure. but I think, it, and it might also have to do with aging and, and becoming an elder and just putting your foot down and saying, you know, this is it. This is my way or the highway. Yeah. I remember somebody telling me a few years ago, they used the example of a tree and they said with a sapling, you know, they're quite bendy. And then as they get older, they're less bendy. And they said with us, by the time we get to 30, we can be pretty stiff, <laughs> pretty rigid, <laughs> pretty, right? Pretty unbending. And, you know, sometimes 
it is the way we are. And, and if it's a, a character trait or something that, that's not upsetting others, then, you know, it's not that we've got to constantly be overhauling ourselves in a, in a major way. But sometimes in that instance, it's where we butt heads with a situation that we really feel stuck with. And there often is a way of working around it. You know, often stress-filled thoughts come up, emotions come up when, when we're just out of sorts or out of step with ourselves. And it's one of those things that if, if we can be aware of that, if we can notice, it goes back to the beginning of the conversation. We can think about the following possible causes and then note the ones that apply. And the first one being, are you taking care of yourself? Are you getting outside in nature? Are you getting enough sleep and rest? Are you practicing your anxiety slayer skills like breathing, tapping, or guided relaxation? I'm sure that you have some to add to the list as well. Yeah, those that you've just covered are really the first step. I know for myself, if I can take time out to practice some breathing or a short walk outside, it makes a huge difference. It can be the difference between me coping well with the rest of the day or just feeling overwhelmed and unsettled. Really important to just look at those basic things. The trouble with stress is it's a big and very pressing state. So it's very easy then to discount the little things, as we're always saying. Don't think that not having enough rest isn't going to impact you, or you know, not getting outside enough, or not taking care of yourself. These are things that really can make a big change. So things to look out for. Are you... Allowing sufficient time for journeys, meetings, pickups, different things that you're doing? Or are you always rushing? Are you always chasing your own tail and arriving late? That's such a stressful loop to be in. Gosh, I, you know, excuse me for, for interrupting, but that for me has been one of the very best situations that I've overcome is giving myself more space and spaciousness around those things that I need to do. Because I used to time everything out. Like somebody in the armed forces would, you know, <laughs> you will be here at such and such a time and this will happen. And then an hour from now, this will happen. And then so on. And then I would pack all that time full, right, to be the most productive as possible. Yeah. And then what would happen is, is I would make myself crazy and would not even give myself a minute, you know, not even allowed to be a minute late. And now it's like, no way. That is so uh, unsupportive, and it's not a, a it's not self care in any stretch of the imagination. So now, it's I have an appointment today that I need to be at by by noon, and I will make sure that I give myself an additional fifteen minutes to get where I need to go, because then I can walk in with ease and grace and not hurried and feeling uh, like you know I've kept somebody waiting. And I realize how simple this sounds, but Rushing around is just such an evil habit. <laughs> I know, because I lived with it for a really long time. It's really awful, and, and it puts you under such pressure. It's like you're in the car, and then everyone that pulls out in front of you, maybe a little slowly, or my husband's favorite is a tractor comes out. Do you, do you call them tractors? In... <laughs> we do, and we, we have do. a lot in northern Michigan, the, okay. the tractor that decides, and there they are. Just... Yeah. What are they supposed to do? They can't go any faster than they are. And you can't get past them, not, certainly not where we live with the, no. with the country lanes. I like to allow time. I'd rather be early. If I, at the moment, I'm going to a lot of hospital appointments. I'd rather be there half an hour early and sit and read a book than be thinking I'm going to miss my appointment. Because I can't take the stress. I learned years ago that stress really 
wears me out. So yeah, allowing time. If we find ourselves chasing our tail and, and rushing, just have a look at that and see if we can change things around. And we can. When you're rushing, we always feel like we can't and we always feel like we have no time, but we can. We can put our foot on the brake. Even if you can't do it today, then make plans to allow space tomorrow. Tomorrow's a clean slate. It's a new day. Right. Just allow the space to do it. I've known someone, first time I met them and they walked in a room, they were late. And it's like, oh, the traffic, this and this and that. And they spoke for about 10 minutes. And I thought, everyone's listening to you so politely, but it's clear that you just haven't allowed enough time and you're really stressed out. And 30 years later, they're still doing it. It's just how they are, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But, you know, we need to think about our people feeling uncomfortable when we walk in the room is our energy something that they want to greet or duck behind a chair from exactly you know i don't want to be turning up with people where they think oh here she comes and she's you know she's stressed she's overtaxed she's tired she's this she's what is it this time i don't want to be the person that walks in a room and and that's what we're doing to others so again you know the remedy is to allow time to stop and to review we can all start to do it but it's the noticing and adjusting that will stop us continuing and i think for me, the most helpful tip with that is learning to live in the moment, to okay. try and work on not revisiting an anxious past. And we have many podcasts and tools available on the website that can, can help you with that, help you be more peaceful with your past. But also the other, the other thing, particularly those of us who are prone to anxiety, is projecting a worrying future. We suffer from that anticipatory anxiety. Right. And it just means we're not here now in the moment so really working on mindful awareness going for a walk feeling your feet on the earth what can you see what can you smell what can you hear these are things that we teach and talk about in the anxiety rescue kit how to really learn to tame your monkey mind and make peace with your present moment and i think that's a wonderful antidote for stress and anxiety mm, i do too i think there's something else to note as well is if if you've been recently ill or overtired or been through a, a, a very, you know, particularly taxing or stressful experience, please give yourself plenty of time to heal and even more spaciousness than what we were talking about before, because it's human nature for us to just want to jump right back into our lives and jump right back into our responsibilities and not put anybody out you know, not ask for too much help because we can do it. We're fine. But the truth is, you're not fine if, if you're overtired or if you're recently ill. Your body really needs that time to get back in sync and be, be sweet with your body if you're in recovery. Yeah, really important. When I was working with a counselor some years ago, he taught me that it's okay to not be okay sometimes. Uh -huh. And I think that's really helped me a lot. And it's, it's really important. Sometimes we're just not okay. Sometimes things are very, very not okay. And it's okay. <laughs> you know, it's, right. it, we don't have to push on. We don't have to keep proving ourselves. I think it's really important to be able to just throw your hands up and say, I'm struggling a bit. Tell a friend, tell your partner, tell somebody. I'm actually struggling a little bit at the moment. I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed. And, you know, can we have a chat for five minutes and just get your thoughts out of your head? In, into a friend's or a loved one's ear or onto a page if you prefer to journal and just externalize and allow yourself 
to be at peace with yourself and understand that we all get disturbed, we all get anxious, and that the, the nature of the mind, as we often discuss, is that it's very fragile and it's easily disturbed. So it's okay. Mm. And it doesn't mean stopping. It doesn't mean giving up. It doesn't mean that you're surrendering in a way that you might find uh, distasteful. It means that you're surrendering in a beautiful way, in a, in a, in a, way that you can just slow down and rebalance. Yeah, the, the stress mind for this conversation, the, the typical stress mind response is, well, it's all very well for you too, or, you know, it's all very well saying this, but I've got this to do and I've got that to do. That's how stress rolls. But it doesn't mean taking weeks off. It doesn't even mean taking, taking a whole day out, although if you can, great, do it and, and give yourself a break. But it means just allowing pockets of time here and there, simple things. Take five minutes in your lunch break to just do some breathing, practicing, right. or, to, or take a walk, or if there's something specific you want to clear, do some tapping. A few years ago, I was asked to go to a big uh, communications company in London to teach them EFT tapping, and when I went back, I was really quite enchanted by the ladies there. They were really supporting each other, and they, they sort of lean over and say, have you done your tapping today, Mavis? Have you, you know... <laughs> How's your neck? Or, you know, you were a bit stressed about your son. And then, oh, yeah, I've had a tap. Or, or they'll say, oh, no, I haven't. I'll do a bit now. They were really grounded and cute about it. Whereas the men were a little bit more uptight, but they were taking themselves off to the bathroom and just tapping in their cubicle privately. But they were all finding it was, it was helping. Uh-huh. You know, and it doesn't mean you have to have a big segment of time. It can be five minutes. Or a favorite one of mine is to go to bed a few minutes early and drift off with a guided relaxation. And just, you know, let yourself settle into a really peaceful sleep with no tension and no worries on your mind. Simple things. Have a hot bath with some Epsom salts. Learn how to practice oil massage. Again, you can find that on our website at anxietyslayer.com. It can be just 10 minute little breaks here and Mm. there. And it makes a world of difference. Little spots of special time for self-care every day will absolutely help you return to clarity and greater emotional peace. Do you feel mentally overloaded, confused, or upset by setbacks and overcoming anxiety? Do you worry that you will never be able to properly rest and relax? If you're sick and tired of feeling like you're taking one step forward and two steps back, the Anxiety Rescue Kit can help you find your feet and move forward in conquering your anxiety. The Anxiety Rescue Kit is a collection of written advice and guided relaxation exercises to help you address mental overload and anxiety, especially if you feel you are experiencing a relapse or setback. To find out more, visit the Slayer Store at anxietyslayer.com. <laughs> 